you are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Every war has its weapons, but on the Upper East Side, the rules of battle are simple. There are no rules. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we are recording on a Wednesday. Feels weird. Feels like a Thursday. Yeah, feels like a Thursday. Hope you guys liked the special treat last week where we posted the episode Tuesday. Do you guys like it on Tuesday? Let us know. Yeah, is that your preferred podcast listening day? Yeah, uh, we seem to have a lot of good feedback. So this week we watched season three, episode 17, Inglorious Bastards with two S's. Original air date, April 5th, 2010, written by Len K. Rosenfeld, directed by Jean de Sezognac. Chuck and Blair are faced with the most difficult decision as a couple. Serena plans a surprise birthday party for Nate, but Jenny does her best to sabotage Serena's efforts. Dan and Vanessa's new relationship hits a bump in the road. <laughs> Shaking our heads. Snooze fast. Yeah, there's plot very boring yeah as is their relationship yeah glassful of gossip this week i titled it the passion assassins so cute Les. so cute thank you it is brew doctor's kombucha island mango flavor which we've never tried before it's brand new to us i don't know if it's brand new to the company but we wanted to try it yes and it has hints of passion fruit and mango and ginger so I was like, oh, this is fun. Like passion fruit, passion, like a big crime of passion. It's perfect. Sort of. Yeah, no, it's perfect. But no murder, of course, in this episode. Usually a crime of passion is like when someone <laughs> cheats on you and you kill that person or someone else. Um, but whatever happened in this episode was definitely not okay. And I can't wait to discuss. Yes. So special treat. We're going to call my sister because my sister is a huge chair fan. She was, you know, growing up. So I want to get her perspective as a 27-year-old. And maybe she can elaborate more on the plot because I know some of our listeners that have never watched the episode before are a bit confused. Uh, like Michelle, myself? Yeah, Michelle's very confused. And like, of course, I will explain when we do the summary, but I want to hear what Shanna has to say and maybe we can discuss yeah. further. So pause and I'm going to call her. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Shan. She's on Hi. on the phone. We didn't Skype her in this week, but I wanted to get her opinions, thoughts on the whole chair scandal. <laughs> See, Michelle is very confused on okay. what actually occurs. So maybe one layman's terms, explain it to her. Okay. So this is my, I don't know, my second time or third time watching it. Is, I think it's the second time watching it this week. Just because I felt like it's been a while since I watched it. <laughs> and I figured you were going to ask me because you always ask me when it's a heavy chair episode. Yes, I do. So my interpretation the first time watching it was like, hmm, something's a little confusing here. But the, the second time watching it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. That I guess Jack must have said to, to Chuck that I will give you your hotel back if you, you give me Blair for one night. He must have said she'll never go for that, um, you know, something like that. And he must have said, like, you know, she would only do it or something like that if if she, you know, if she could come in and save me and help me, um, you know, when she would do anything to help me or whatever. Right, right. And then I guess he sent Jack on his way to probably, he probably said something like you can never go to do it, but go ahead and try or something like that. You know, we can make up our own <laughs> story. And so he went to the store and saw her at the store and like pushed her buttons a little bit. And obviously Blair is like, you know, I, I would do anything I can for Chuck, but um, she was probably so touched that he would never think to do that. Never offer her up, you know, for his hotel. Right. But what I think people are forgetting is I saw everyone in the chat was like, it's a building, but like, this is his, like his life savings like this is his whole life 
invested in this in this hotel. You know, he was left money from his father and sold his shares in Bass Industries and then bought this hotel. Like, this is his whole right. being. All of his you money know, went to under, this. Yeah, like, this goes under. Like, obviously, I'm not saying that it's a good reason, but, like, I think we need to put into perspective that, like, this is his whole financial security, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, not that that makes anything right. But anyways, so I guess... Um, Basically, it seems like Chuck, you know, agreed to it behind Blair's back and Blair, you know, is going to do anything she can to help him. Chuck yells at her, even though he doesn't really mean to yell at her, just to make her see even, you know, even how bad the situation is. And she goes there. And then, as you can see, (laughs) Jack just wanted to see if she would even come there. Yeah. I'm like yelling at the screen like, "You, you got him to sign the paperwork. Why don't you just leave? Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, and like I know we're all about like you giving your word or whatever, but like you got him to sign what you needed. Why don't you just bolt? Or like I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, because I was sitting here with Liz, I'm like, yeah, I'm all about you showing up to the hotel and kind of messing with him or somehow trapping him. You got yeah. him to sign what you needed. Why are we still here? Right. It's still so unbelievable to me that Chuck and Blair are this, you know, dynamic duo, why didn't they just discuss this with each other and, like, work something out secretly? Like, this is what you do. You play games. You role play. Yeah, yeah. Like, you do manipulative things like this. If you're going to pretend that Blair's going to sleep with him or even kiss him, like, at least be that have discussed between the two of you. You guys have done everything else already. <laughs> That's why this plotline, I mean, I never take chair seriously. I mean, when this was happening, I was laughing. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> well, Especially Ed Westwick's voice. This episode is like worse than ever. Yes. <laughs> like I, what the hell? Ryan came in as I was watching it and was like doing the voice. <laughs> right. So I'm. I'm. So if Michelle is a plot makes. Not that it makes sense. Do you understand the timeline now? Or yeah, I, I a okay. bit, but I just I can't get behind it. I don't take it seriously because honestly, deep down inside, I know their end game, so I can't take them ending in terms of like. Oh, boo-hoo. It's like you guys play games all the time, and I'm just so frustrated that they wouldn't, like you said, go together and be like, hey, let's trap Jack together. And then Chuck said that he's like, you would back me up in my darkest times no matter what I did. Why is this any different? And obviously she says, well, I never expected to do that to me. Yeah, well, I keep going back to the time that Blair had him kiss her professor. It was her professor, right? Her teacher or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for the, the scholarship or the speech. This, oh, not, not teacher. Yeah, whatever. The prince of whatever it was. Had Chuck kiss that guy. She set that whole thing up. Normally would get there before he kissed the person. Right. Because they were playing a game. But this time, the goal was for this guy to kiss him. And she made that agreement behind Chuck's back. So, like, basically... They did the same thing. Yeah. Yes. And this uh, is why it's so controversial. Yeah. Blair didn't sleep with uh, with Jack and he didn't sleep with this guy. If you guys are okay with setups and kissing other people, then that's between you two. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm not going to judge your relationship, your effed up relationship. But, like, you've made this agreement before. What's the difference? Yeah. (laughs) Family. Is my perspective on it with Blair being so angry, you know? Right. And Michelle and I were talking – Jack and Blair did sleep together, though. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. just to confirm that in they already New had Year's sex. Eve. New right, Year's Eve. right. But before Chuck and Blair ever got together. Right, regardless. No, that's whatever. Yeah. He His fascination with Blair is just disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I can't even watch when they kiss. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, so I remember watching it the, like the first time, like years ago when I first watched it as a kid. I remember being really angry with Chuck and like having a very, very, very long time before I could forgive him and, and move on with their relationship ever again. For a very long time, I remember. Like, I was like, oh no, I don't want them to get back together. Yes. But now, watching it now as an adult, number one, like, it's just so funny that anyone voted for them, like, rooted for them. I still, in my heart, still, like, love them, but that's because it's just nostalgic, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't let it go. Um, but they're so toxic. And, like, watching it again, I'm like, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. 
<laughs> no, yeah. I know it's really, I know it's really like uh, controversial um, that he essentially trades her for a hotel, I mean, having sex for a hotel. Yeah, but like looking at their relationship, like this is not the worst thing they do to each other, like ever in the whole series of the right. show. Like, no, more to come. Yeah, I'll get back in now. I'm like, what's the big deal? Like, right, <laughs> and also. He knew how Blair would act. Yeah. So, like, he it's almost like he trusted Blair to make the decision he wanted her to make. Right. So she and did she what she should. angry at her. Right. So she's she... all of a sudden angry with her at the end for going. You set that up for her to go. And you, you wanted her to do that so this would yeah. sort of happen, right? Yeah. yeah. So this all fell into plan. And, Blair, you helped Chuck and Chuck got what he wanted and is it screwed up yeah but you two work in a very screwed up way so none of this shocks me yeah like it's just two messed up people who work when they're together right (laughs) so i was intrigued to see michelle's reaction if she thought it was as big of a deal or 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 not (laughs) oh she laughed like the whole time and i got it on I recorded a voice memo. You did? One of our listeners wanted me to get your raw reaction, so <laughs> I recorded it. I hope it's good enough for them. But that's I so thought, funny. And her reaction was funny to me because she literally couldn't stop laughing. No, because she slaps him, and then there's just a pause. Yeah, yeah. I can't stop laughing at, at Ed Westwick. Over the <laughs> Why did they let him? Like that. Well, Michelle For says, so "Do you think Ed Westwick takes Chuck seriously? No. <laughs> like, do you think he gets his, Actually, he got his lines and he's like, are you kidding me?'" <laughs> and I, I, see- I know you guys watched last week. I think it was last week the episode with the sexual assault allegations and the hotel mm-hmm, lawsuits. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you mention to Michelle that? So, like, last year, three girls claimed that Ed Westwick raped them. I, I mentioned that off mic, but yes. If, he was okay. me too a few times. You, you, you can mm. also leave this off mic. I don't know if you want to go into that. But it's just like, ooh, when I was watching that. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. ooh, too close to comfort. I mean, he was obviously, same thing. They were The girls were in different places at, at the right. time that they claimed, just like in the show. But yeah, like, weird. A little too close to comfort. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my opinion. Thank you. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I as I was watching, no, I walked past, and he doesn't even know what's going on. He goes, "Jenny's a bitch." <laughs> I gotta say, I'm he thoroughly. No idea what's going on? And I'm... then later on, he walks past again. He goes, "Fuck Jenny." <laughs> <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying Jenny. She's the only exciting why? one on this show because I mean, she's. I'll wait to hear the podcast. But yeah, why? <laughs> because she's exciting and she's relatable and she. I don't know, every week I'm like, okay, what you're doing, you're young, and I get it. And she's more interesting to me than Vag, Sir Nate, and Chair. I can't believe you named them Vag, and I literally live for it. <laughs> the definition of their relationship yeah. is Vag. Vag. <laughs> I love it so much. Or though it's like, do they deserve the holy, the holy ship of a beautiful vagina? Right? Vaginas are beautiful things. You can't help but think vagina. Like. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's kind yeah. of an insult so. to vaginas, actually. Yeah, it is an insult to vaginas. But I don't. But Vag just rolls off. That's the so top. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did Michelle get to predictions yet, or you No, we actually jumped started the episode with you, so we haven't even discussed. Oh. I didn't want to keep you all night, and I didn't want to keep us okay, all night. So yeah. we thank you okay. for joining us. Well, Thanks, I'm Shan. So excited for Michelle to see next week. Yeah, same. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. Teaser. All right. Thanks, Sean. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, (laughs) Sean. I always love her. She's just always just very passionate about Gossip Girl. Right. She's always like, fuck this person. Yeah. She hates Jenny so much. She also do. But, I mean, we've discussed this a bunch. She also hates Vanessa so much. Yeah, a lot of people do is what we're seeing. I'm still waiting to hate her. Me too. I'm still waiting to hate Jenny. And now the more, I think the more that... People say they hate Jenny. I'm like, oh, actually, Jenny's kind of interesting. And it's what I actually like in the show. Okay. Well, let's pause on Jenny. I'm yeah. going to start the episode with Nate, Serena. It's Nate's birthday. As you predicted, it was Chuck's birthday. That's right. Not Chuck's, Nate's. But Serena is trying to throw a surprise party for him. And she makes up some excuse 
that the two will be going to a charity event for toads. Endangered toads. <laughs> Endangered toads for his birthday. And she knows it's not what he wants to do, but they'll celebrate during the weekend. But she's really planning on a surprise party to play the game Assassin, which looks like a lot of fun. I mean, we should play this with our friends. We should. We've never played. I didn't even really know that this existed besides the show. I didn't realize it was a thing. But everyone in the chat was saying, oh, they played this in college. And so it is a thing. And Super fun. please let us know if you've played. So Serena is asking everyone else to act very nonchalant about Nate's birthday so he doesn't suspect anything is going to happen. Dorota has even stolen Nate's phone so that if Gossip Girl posts about the party, he wouldn't know about it. Now, wouldn't that be really fucked up if Gossip Girl to post about a surprise party? But then again, they're a pretty shitty person, obviously. They've been doing this drama for them. Right. All... I mean, I don't think Gossip Girl has a moral code. No. So, I don't... so I guess... gossip is gossip. Gossip is gossip. And so Serena was afraid that Nate might find out. Over to the Empire... Jack is getting rid of all of Chuck's belongings in Chuck's robe with Chuck being there. Yes. Bless his heart. Chuck is still asking for his hotel back. Just can we work something out? I'll do anything for this. And so Jack wants to know how far because there is one thing he's after. What did you think it might have been? Oh, Blair. Blair. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought. But I was like, oh, that's actually really creepy. Are we going to do that? Right. And we do. And we do. <laughs> yeah. At the Vanderwoodsons, Eric, Jenny, and Rufus are discussing Eric's love life during his vacation to Japan. So that's where they claim he was these past few weeks. And then they move the conversation over to Nate's birthday party. And Eric tells Jenny... Not to make a big deal about his birthday because Serena's trying to do this surprise party for him. And Jenny can't understand why his girlfriend would pretend not to care about her boyfriend's birthday. And Eric assures her, like, look, Nate will get over it. It's just a few hours and this is a really cool party. So then Jenny quickly gets up, says she has to go get some fabric from the store. (laughs) And she heads over to the Waldorfs, to see Nate for his birthday. And she gives him a big grand hug and a present, and she wants to take him to lunch. I also was wondering what that present was. Yeah, they never go into that. Um, But he says he already has lunch plans with his grandfather. So then Jenny kind of plays up the card of, you saved me last week. I'm having a really hard time dealing with it. And I mean that in the most sensitive way possible, but she's extremely manipulative. And so Nate changes his plans to have lunch with Jenny. At this lunch, Nate expresses his disappointment with the Toad Gala for his birthday. And Jenny agrees that that's a really lame present. And she can't believe Serena would be doing this. And the two briefly discuss Nate helping out Jenny last week. And then Nate tells Jenny she can always come to him with any problems. And at that moment, the waiters come over to sing happy birthday to Nate. In Brooklyn, Vanessa finds an exhausted Dan who has pulled an all-nighter to finish his Tisch School application that has to include a script. And Vanessa questions if she could read this script, being that they always used to give each other first drafts, second drafts, before it's finished, and Dan agrees, yeah, we should do that. Let's trade. Now that we're sleeping together, things shouldn't change. Right. And so they exchange. Renasa says she has something that she was working on for a class. And they both agree to be as honest as possible. Which we knew this wasn't going well. Right? Yeah. I what mean, a silly plot. Stupid. After that, Dan heads to the Vander Woodsons to get some Polaroid film from Rufus so that they could take Polaroids at the party. And Rufus sees that something's up with Padge, and he claims he doesn't want to hurt Vanessa's feelings, but the script she gave him needs a lot of work. And so Vanessa meets up with Dan later, and she can tell something is off and is worried that he didn't like the script. And he says, I didn't like it. And then he pauses and says, I loved it. (laughs) Bro, come on. Classic Padge. Yeah. Classic Padge. Yeah. And then says to her, have you read mine? And she says, no, I haven't gotten a chance to. And he reminds her, hey, I have a deadline, though. And she's like, okay. So later on, 
Serena and Blair are shopping, and the two discuss their significant others. Blair vents about how Chuck is trying to get his hotel back from Jack, and she's quite worried. Serena tells her that Chuck loves her more than the Empire, and she should remind him just how much with a very special dress. And she presents this halter dress. Very beautiful. So Serena leaves to get ready for the party, and Blair is left with the dress, and then Jack approaches. And he's tormenting her, stating that there's one thing that he wants, and it wouldn't cost him anything in exchange for the hotel, alluding to the fact that he wants a night alone with Blair in exchange for the Empire. So Blair tells him no. Of course, that would never happen. And Jack explains that this is the only way to win back the hotel. And Blair states that she'll just find another way. I don't know what she's possibly going to do. Okay. I know Shanna explained to us, right? Yeah. The whole situation. And I don't mean to interrupt right here. No, it's okay. But as you're retelling, Mm -hmm. I'm now... You're you're marinating. I'm marinating on Jack. And so Jack went through all of this... Because he was bored? I I guess so. I mean, he even towards the end says, I just wanted to see if you would do it because his his biggest event in his whole life is to to manipulate Chuck. (laughs) It's pathetic. Wait. Grow the fuck up. So like the whole... He's a jealous man. Elizabeth Sitch was just a big long con to make Chuck pissed. You know, like they were pretty had a, much. They had a relationship. Yeah, pretty much. And we don't really understand like the logistics. Right. Actually, hey Shan, banana, I know you're listening. <laughs> I would love to know what you feel on how Jack and Elizabeth met. I need like a fanfic here. Yeah, we should. Just I like don't remember if we get that. Oh I really? Don't, I don't know. I just need a paragraph. Where do you think they met? How did this all get started? Feed me anything just so I can have <laughs> just like a picture a story in for your myself. Head. Right. So it's how pathetic is Jack that he needs to have this big grand scheme in order to take away a hotel from his nephew in order to just give it back by pretending to sleep with his girlfriend or it's, like trying to sleep with his girlfriend. It's almost it's like just ridiculous. Game of Thrones. Yes. And how, the, you know, playing with your pawns and whatnot. Yes. But he's actually not even trying to achieve anything. Right. Like, like he not, wants the power, but then he keeps exchanging that power for something like silly. And really now you have nothing. And it was just to destroy Chuck, who's 19 well, years old. Well, he still has Bass Australia. Well, right. Right. Bass Australia. I guess. You know. Mm-hmm. I know it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous this all came this all like processed right now I didn't mean to interrupt no it's just all so pathetic yeah okay yes okay yes. now that we're clarifying a yeah. little bit more so later on Chuck and Blair discuss how his meeting with Jack went seeing if Chuck knows about this trade that Jack came up with and Jack re- and Chuck replies that Jack wants something that he can never have in exchange and that he would never consider it so again, feeding to Blair, no, this is never going to happen. I'm not okay with it. But as we know later on, we'll get into no, that. No, but I, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, please. No, no, no. Please I was going to, like I said when Shan was on the phone, of Chuck knows how Blair's going to react. Blair knows how Chuck's going to react. They both are made for each other. This is why they can push each other's buttons and get overdramatic and hurtful. Like in any other scenario, I'd say, yes, this is fucked up. Yes. And it is fucked up. But for these two people, this is how they get off. And this <laughs> is how they communicate with one another. So to me, this is not a messed up situation for this for these two particular for these for people. people. Yes. Right. I, I get and what like you're saying. Like you said, you're like, if Ant did this to you, I was like, well, I mean, that is like a... It's a slap in the face. It's devastating. But, but... <laughs> if Ant today, as himself, did this, then yes, that's fucked up. Chuck and Blair doing this to each other is like, well, you guys do this shit all the time. Yeah. It's fine. I guess it's been a while. And maybe, it's been a minute. And maybe Blair has kind of gotten used to this. We're on the little bit of a normal side now. Yeah. And right. she was just sure. surprised. No, but I it doesn't that. make it any less wrong or right. And like Shauna said, Blair did that shit. Blair does that more to him than he's ever done to her. Right. And yes, the circumstances are a little bit grander. Yes. 
but on the smaller scale, it's essentially the same thing. Yep. So can we justify it? (laughs) Uh, So then at that moment, Chuck gets a call from his lawyer explaining there is no way he's going to get his hotel back. And at that moment, they arrive at the Waldorfs. Chuck heads upstairs. Blair heads to her old bedroom. They're getting ready for the assassin's party. And then Dorota brings Blair a present from Jack with the dress inside along with a note, kind of saying this is like your last chance to save the hotel. So later on that day, Serena is setting up at the Waldorfs, and it seems as though they are behind schedule, and she's freaking out because she hasn't heard from Nate, and it's getting close to three when he was supposed to be there. It might even be after three at this point. And so she calls Nate's grandfather to see his whereabouts, and he reveals that Nate canceled on him. Reminding you all, Serena took Nate's phone. So now she has no idea where he is and decides to (laughs) send a Gossip Girl blast Asking for help and SOS. Where's Nate Archibald? He's missing in New York City. Where could he possibly be? Like, wouldn't you just text your friends first? I know we made a joke about this. I said, next time a friend is late to a party, I'm sending a text like this. (laughs) A picture of them. Have you seen this person? It's just so absolutely over the top. Yeah. So like, wouldn't you be like, hey, Patch, have you seen Nate? Where is he? Jenny, have you seen Nate? Hey, Eric, not that she would say it, but yeah. Right. So after that, we pan back to Nate and Jenny's lunch. Jenny does receive the blast and she decides to ignore it. And then Nate says that he probably should get going. He was supposed to meet Serena. They're getting ready together for the Toad Gallery. And so then Jenny says, hey, you know, kind of playing up the card again, like I'm not doing so well. I just forget about everything. Do you want to go see a movie? And so Nate appeases her and he goes to the movie. As Mike was saying in the chat, which I loved, can't Nate just take Jenny's phone and say, give Serena a heads up like, hey, I'm going to be a little bit later than three. Would it be a nice, a, a nice, decent, the decency to do that? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. So later on, Serena has a problem with that. So all the guests have arrived at Nate's party and the only person who is missing is the birthday boy himself. And Serena's getting very worried Eric notices the Gossip Girl blast where Nate is getting into a cab with a blonde, which we know is Jenny. So he quickly heads to give her a phone call, reprimanding her for being late. And he was supposed to be there an hour ago. Like, how rude are you? Right. Not good. So then Blair goes over to Serena to pose a hypothetical about the Empire and going too far to save it. So Serena advises her to not ignore her moral compass or cross any lines with Jack, and Blair agrees. So she goes to get dressed to find Chuck, who had just heard from his lawyer, stating that Jack is actually going to sell the hotel and do whatever he wants with it. And then Blair reminds Chuck of when he told her he bought the hotel knowing that she'd back him up, and as long as they're together, they'll work it out, and he yells at her. Right. And says, there's no way. Get it through your like thick head. I'm, I can't do this. I'm exactly how my my father said I would turn out to be. And so she leaves and he leaves. And then later on, Dan goes to get the camera with the Polaroids out of Vanessa's bag and notices his script in there all marked up with some harsh suggestions. Why is that harsh, though? They're Did just like, this doesn't... Makes sense here. This could be, you know, like, a normal thing. Character development, more insert here. This seems a little awkward. Maybe a rewrite. I didn't think they, I mean, again, it's not my personal writing. So I, when you work on something and someone criticizes anything, could take be bad. But I feel like that was not like, oh, this sucks. Right. Like, this is terrible. You should scratch the whole thing. Right. It's my headphones <laughs> just fell off my head. I'm so passionate about the Vag storyline. That was really funny. It's just like you were like scared. <laughs> so after some time has passed, Serena vents to Eric how she's worried about Nate. And then he shows up to the party with Jenny. Serena and Eric like both look pissed. So Serena explains the rules of the assassin game. Everyone has a Polaroid picture of them around their neck. And if you go to grab the picture, you're killing that person. And if you do, then you get all of the photos of their the people that they've killed. It's really cool. Yeah, it's fun. And then whoever is left standing at the end with all of the photos wins. 
So everyone disperses to play the game and Nate hangs back to thank Jenny for distracting him and then goes to thank Serena for this elaborate party. And she's a bit perturbed at this moment, wondering if he even cared about their plans because he didn't rush to come back. Which it's like a toad gala. Why would he want to rush yeah, back? Yeah, but, but also made a commitment. Exactly. Like common courtesy. Hey, I'm running late. I'm okay. You know. Yeah. So instead of having you put a whole gossip girl blast out. Yeah. Over the top. Right. And like I hate when people are late too. I understand. Oh, me yeah. too. So Serena was like, this is not okay. But, and he does go into like, oh, I was just helping out Jenny with something. She's like, what were you helping her with? So everyone starts to play, and then Dorota heads down to the lobby where Vanya proposes to her. This scene was so sweet. The best scene of the... The whole episode. Episode. Yeah, Yeah, it was really adorable. And then Eric bumps into Vanya, falls on the floor, and then this guy just comes and picks him up. And the two obviously are attracted to each other. This kombucha is going to be really bad (laughs) on Eric then sees Jenny going after Nate, and so he runs out because he has to stop this from happening and leaves his photo on the ground for this new mystery man to find. So Eric is on to Jenny. He knows what she's up to, and he goes to confront Jenny about her motives and how she kept Nate away from the party and his girlfriend and how it was wrong. And so she runs off telling him that he's already dead and she's not doing what he claims of like she knows her boundaries even and, though she doesn't and also she's like old news like i don't like yeah anymore. like it was it's yeah it's in the past no way <sighs> lying to <Jenny>. yourself <laughs> and so then eric notices his photo is gone so he's out of the game so then dan and vanessa are facing off and he reveals that he knows about her markups on his script and so she's surprised and definitely feels bad but then he admits that he lied about her script and the two of them are like, oh, shit, we've, you know, we've been lying to each other. Why would she keep the script in her bag that she's going to a party? Right? right. Wouldn't, wouldn't you, you just leave, leave that, that in your dorm room? Or your dorm? Yeah. You're carrying that with you? But then we wouldn't have a show. I know. Then we wouldn't have a vag story. Yeah. <laughs> and at that moment, as they're sort of arguing, Serena kills them both, takes both their photos, and then they ha- head back to the party. So when Dan and Vanessa head back, Dan apologizes for what he said to Vanessa, but that the script does need work. Like, it's not a D, but it's not an A either. And she replies that while he's an amazing writer, he is best at what he knows and he should stick to that. And so they make up. Later on, however, Vanessa is back at her dorm room where Willa comes in to deliver a letter and it's revealed that Vanessa is applying to the Tisch School as well and it's very limited spots especially if you're in NYU they only take a few kids and so now you're like oh okay you can tell why Vanessa's been feeling you know kind of shitty this episode about how she's acting towards Dan So back to the assassins party, Nate and Serena are facing off and she explains he blew off the day to spend with Jenny and that's why she's mad. And so Nate says that he's only trying to be a good friend to Jenny and explains what happened to her last week and the two make up. And as they're kissing, Jenny takes Serena's photo like now you should never turn your back on that on a girl or so. What's she saying? You better, oh, you better watch your back. Yeah, that's what she said. Ooh, Jenny. That's what Ooh, I mean, Jenny. Jenny brings it, you know? And so Serena's like, okay, now it's between you and Nate for the finale, like to, to win. And she was like, have fun. Because she yeah, actually she wants was okay Jenny with it. to be happy. She was okay with it. She's yeah. a trooper. Yeah. So the final battle is between Nate and Jenny. They end up in a basement of a building where Jenny locks the door behind them. Already not good. She's so good, though. Yeah, and Jenny makes it seem like she's going to give Nate her photo, let him win, and when he gets close enough, she kisses him, takes his photo, and runs out, leaving Nate very confused. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Shock and leave. Yes. The, the two head up to the elevator, and Nate questions, what just happened? He explains to her that them hanging out is just as friends, and she states that she's aware of that. The two arrive back at the party and Jenny announces that she went, that she won, and no one really cares. No. Everyone's like, yay. And you can see Serena and Eric are like, whatever. Right. <laughs> Don't, wouldn't you just let him win on his birthday? Well, 
But then again, I'm very competitive. I probably wouldn't let him win his birthday. <laughs> I probably wouldn't either. No, it's just too much fun. Right. So upstairs, the party is starting to unwind, and Serena wants to give Nate his real present, if you know what I mean. And the two head upstairs as Jenny watches in jealousy. And so Eric sees her and asks if she's ready to leave. Then Eric bumps into Elliot, the guy he met in the lobby earlier, and the two introduce each other. Okay. Now let's sum up the rest of chair. As I said, this is one of the most talked about debates in the history of Gossip Girl. When I think of Gossip Girl and chair and post and people's like fighting words, it's like, he traded his hotel for Blair. Well, you know, opposite. So well, what very do you controversial. Think of all this? I think do you it's have feelings. I think it's fucked up, but also I feel like the first time I watched it, I was super confused. I feel like Shanna summed it up. Yeah. Like, made me have clarity. And us, you going through the episode, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I have, it doesn't change my feelings about anything, though. Right. Like, I, I feel kind of indifferent, but also I feel like Chuck should have gotten slapped for that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a shitty thing. For sure. But, like, when you, in hindsight, think about all the stuff they've done to each other, and maybe Blair thought, like, hey, I thought we were past this. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that Blair, again, she didn't know about anything, her going with the mindset of, okay, I'm going to do this for Chuck one night. I'll sleep with him. That's what she thought. And she said, and she was saying, Chuck will never know. I mean, where's that moral code? You're going to do, oh, you will do anything for your boyfriend for this. Like, you're giving up your body. Right. Is, do you get over that? That that puts on a lot of mental stress and everything on you. I mean, yes. it can seriously mentally mess you up. Mm-hmm. But you did it for someone you love, so you do it out of love. That that's that's fucked up. That's tough, and that's manipulation. Even it, though he didn't, even though he did manipulate her. But if you were to flip it, and he had no idea she was still doing, like she was doing it. Ooh, I don't know. That's sort of still manipulation even though he didn't make her do well, it. even if you flipped it and you know let's say years later she's like you know they get into a fight and she's like you know the only reason you have this hotel is because i slept with your with jack yeah and he never knew and he never knew I, I feel right like so don't... it's like you're still doing something shady behind his back where you're sleeping with someone else essentially cheating on him i'm putting that in air quotes and he never knows and to help him out and it's your Pretty much number one enemy at this point. Yes. So it's the level's even higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. That's why I it's, it's, wait. Why I it's controversial. I sent in how they feel about this. They did. Okay. So we're back at the Waldorf. Serena asks Chuck if he's seen Blair. He replies that she's probably playing a game. And Serena says, well, she must be cheating since her picture is on the table. And Chuck realizes that Blair is gone and it's funny at this point he runs into Blair's room and if you're thinking about it like he's actually I guess realizing like oh she did go right so shit finds the box with the note and then Blair arrives at the empire in the dress Jack purchased for her even though he's explaining to her that if you look at Chuck's credit card receipt he's the one who bought that dress and presents a contract to Jack to ensure that after this, it's Chuck's hotel again. And she explains that Jack will tell Chuck that toying with him isn't worth losing Bass Australia over and that he'll sell the hotel back at a profit to avoid Chuck suspecting anything. Lots of legal jargon in there. Don't really. With the dress. Yes. So did Chuck send her the dress as... You know, in the no, I don't Jack? think so. I think Jack actually. I think Jack actually did it, but from what I understand, Jack was explaining to Blair like I would never spend that kind of money on a dress. Right, Chuck purchased it. Jack yeah. sent it. Yeah, and Jack told Chuck. I mean, Chuck told Jack where Blair was shopping. Yeah, again, that's how very we- elaborate. How would one know? But you know. Uh, so Jack signs a contract and says he has officially had everything that matters to Chuck and presents them both with drinks. And so Jack kisses her. And when they pull away, he admits to her that 
her coming to the hotel was enough and he doesn't need to sleep with her because whatever she may think, he doesn't want to have sex with someone who doesn't want to sleep with him. (laughs) So he's not into that, luckily. Mm -hmm. He replies that Chuck will get his hotel back, but only because he chose on his own to give Blair to Jack. Right. Right. Blair says there's no way Chuck would agree to that, but Jack answers that he knew which button to, buttons to push to get her to do it, and his credit card receipts will prove it. So Blair leaves and finds Chuck to explain himself. He doesn't deny any of it. Chuck mentions he couldn't have asked Blair to help him because Jack would have suspected they were working together, and he did what he had to, had to do to win. See, I don't believe that. I think they could have worked together. Yeah. But even so, then it's like, I guess they're both so desperate to get this hotel back that Blair would have said, okay, yeah, I'm going to go there. And like, if it comes down to it, I'm going to sleep with Jack. You think she would do that? Or you mean like there was some way they can kind of fabricate her getting around having to do that? He signed paperwork. He signed paperwork. He signed a contract. So at that point, I really thought the way this episode was going to go, she was going to go. He was going to be like, oh, my God, there's the dress. There's the note from Jack. Show up at the hotel room. She'll be like, she's like, don't worry about doing anything. I got the paperwork. Right. We're done. Chair. We'll just go on being, you know, a duo. Right. I know that that still would have been, you know, as bizarre as what happened. I mean, nothing is as bizarre as what happened. But like if. Uh, I don't want to say too much. So devastated Blair replies that all she ever did was love him. And then he reminds her of the time she promised to stand by him through anything. And she says that she never thought the worst thing he would do would be to her. He argues that she went on her own volition. No. He argues that she went at her own volition, and so she slaps him and says, goodbye, Chuck. Like, fuck you. Yeah, sure. I mean, yes. Yes. The last scene, Chuck enters his suite to kick Jack out. Jack asks if he's mad that he told Blair the plan. So I guess if Jack never said anything, Blair would have just left saying, Jack just wanted to screw with me and we signed the contract and we're back in in business kind of thing. But now the fact that Jack told Blair that Chuck was in on it, Blair and Chuck are now. Yeah, but like, of course, Jack, of course you're going to tell Blair. Did Chuck not suspect that he would say that? Come on. And so he, Jack says, hey, are you mad that I told Blair? And Chuck is confident that he and Blair are going to work through this. I am And too. Jack assures him that, no, Blair has seen all of what you're capable of, and it's for sure over. So he leaves telling Chuck he hopes his hotel is the only thing he ever wanted because now that's all he has. And then Chuck discovers the contract on the table and realizes that, yes, he won the hotel in a sense, but he really has lost. Yeah. And that is it. Controversial episode. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with all of your questions, comments. We do have a few emails again this week. Very exciting. And I'm Sarah, and we are the Homance Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> the Homance Chronicles is an adult comedy podcast where we laugh like this all of the time <laughs> at our real life. <laughs> it's what happens where we talk about everything from dating disasters to poor choices after drinking entirely way too much. We always drink too much. Uh, that's a terrible thing. Oh, uh, it leads to awkward encounters. Both sober and drunk, though. True. That's very the, true. The Twilight Zone is real. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate girl talk where we share everything. Even everything but stuff. Yeah, all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search the Homance Chronicles. And if you haven't figured it out, Homance is the girl version of a bromance. So get ready to giggle along.
you had a good break. We did. What? I was catching up on the OC Facebook pages. Dropping <laughs> the times. links. Yeah. All right. So some trivia for this episode. It's based off the movie Inglorious Bastards. And it's revealed that Nate's birthday is April 5th. Because we're in April now. Sure. I would. It's very chilly for April. Yes, it is very chilly for April. Which New York can have chilly marches in sure, April. Sure can. Wow, okay. Some music in the episode, Pop the Glock by Uffy, Everything, Every Day, Everywhere by Fabulous and Carrie Hilson, Bored by The Shoes, Heart by Birdie Blackman, Cake Up by Hot Pink DeLorean, Brains by Hollywood Halt, Topsy Turvy by Scotland Yard Gospel Choir, Make Believe by The Burned. Okay, time for questions and comments. Over to Instagram first, at LillianLiz15 says, no questions, but Jack Bass is a fugly slut. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great comment. (laughs) Love it. At the Jackie P asks, who does Michelle think is more in the wrong, Chuck or Blair? This trading situation is so messed up and confusing, almost unbelievable. Chuck? Maybe because he was more in the background to set it up. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Blair would do anything given that scenario. Chuck set up the scenario. Right. I think they're... I see both sides, of course, which is such a cop out. It's like, you need to choose. Yeah. But me, I'm always like, I can see both sides. Yeah. I can rationalize both. Totally. But... In terms of scenarios, Chuck set it up first. So we'll go with the first. Mm-hmm. I can agree. Yeah. Chuck. Mrs. Boquist Jess says that she thinks it's sweet Serena planned the assassin party for Nate, but she went about it all in a weird way. Jess loves assassins, but hates throwing surprise parties. She really enjoys this episode, but hates it for chair. Jess was happy to see Eric back with a cute boy. Jenny is so annoying. Get yourself your own man and not another drug dealer. Vag was doomed from the start and just needs to end. So excited for Dorota and Vanya. At Tish underscore Dominique 124, Tish says she loves the episode but found it pretty frustrating. She praised my gossip words for last week, so thank you. Yeah, they were good. Thanks. Tish also loves Assassin and has played it in combination with Paintball. I feel like that would be really fun. that's so fun. Yeah. She, like most, could not believe Chuck would sell Blair for his hotel. She didn't think much of Vag in this episode until their relationship was threatened at the end. Why couldn't they just be honest with each other? Well, why can't anyone be honest with each other? Then we wouldn't have a show. She rates this episode 2.5 out of 3 glasses of gossip. Questions. Michelle, do you think Chuck and Blair are over? I don't. I've said it and I keep saying it. I think because I've seen like, I I don't know spoilers, but I feel like I've seen images just of them being together, wedding mm-hmm. photos. And I, I could be so wrong, but I do think that chair is endgame. Okay. But... Let's say in next week's episode, though, do you think Chuck and Blair are together? No. No. Like in the long term, do I think they're together? Yes. In the short term, no. I think they probably won't be together until next season. Okay. What does Vanessa applying to the Tisch School mean for her relationship with Hedge? And how long do you see that lasting? Oh, what a mess. This is so stupid. This will break them up. Two episodes. Okay. Yeah. At Dell underscore Vasto, Mike on Instagram says he played assassin as well in college and made it close to winning one time. That's cool. He says Jenny is garbage. (laughs) Why is she doing this to Serena? Nate was trying to be a good friend to her and she's taking advantage. Not cool. Come on, Blair. If you're following along with Jack's plan, at least get rid of the evidence. Such a shame. We've seen so much growth with, with Chuck and now we've lost it here. At Ree Simpson 13, Rihanna says to follow up on last week's uh, question we had for her if she got things spoiled. She says while she knows who Gossip Girl is and some endgame couples, she doesn't know the in-between and she's trying to avoid any spoilers of those things. So I understand. Yeah. She, like most, was confused on the chair situation. Chuck is dumb and Blair is I don't even know. (laughs) 
Sir Nate, woof, I don't see how pretending to blow off your boyfriend's birthday is ever a good idea. Jenny is love struck and the most tolerable storyline right now. Look at you guys. Similar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At Muse Chick, Vic says Blair was stupid enough to offer herself up to Jack and Chuck was cruel enough to offer her up without consent. That's true. Very true. The only things that Vic loved in this episode was that Eric is back, Dorota and Vanya are so cute, and he proposed. Vic sees Vag breaking up quickly now since they are both applying for the same position at the Tisch School. Her question, when Jenny says she was done at the end, do you think she actually is? No. And I hope she's not because it's I don't know. I feel like Eric says to her, are you ready to go? And she says, yeah, I'm done. She said, oh, no, I'm ready. Like, do you th- you don't think she like, looked at them and was like, oh, okay, serenade, whatever, I should let it go? No, because the way she looked at them, like, oh, I wish that was me. And what Gossip Girl said, I mean, maybe Gossip Girl was just being a creative writer. Padge. <laughs> she t- <laughs> when we were done with the episode, she goes, Padge is a writer. <laughs> That Padge is he Gossip writes Girl. Things. <laughs> like, yes, he does. That's going to be like his whole thing. His creative writing story mm. is just being Gossip Girl and how this will get him something. Hopefully. We all go that route. The Nobel Prize. That's yeah. it. We have an email from Lisa. She is seriously more angry at Chuck than Jack. Jack is just a perv, but she has no words for Chuck. She wants this breakup to last a while and not have Blair get over this overnight. Like most, Lisa loved Vanya and Dorota's engagement. Is this Assassin's Game a real thing? She feels like she should have heard about it by now, but maybe it was before or after her time. You're in the same boat as me. I yeah. honestly thought that was created for the show. So. Right. <laughs> uh, she likes this new character, Elliot, hoping this goes somewhere and that so she'll be happy to see Eric finally happy. The actor that plays Elliot was on Bones. Oh, okay. Lisa is over Jenny trying to take her stepsister's man and also not here for the Vag storyline at all. Of course, Vanessa is applying to the same program. Let's break them up now and get on with the show. (laughs) The dress on Blair was stunning. Wow, but can't support Blair's decision. She knew this wasn't right or she wouldn't want to keep it from Chuck and Serena. No man is worth your dignity and self-respect. She is better than that. So disappointed. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. Email from Angelina again this week. Why are they planning on playing assassin with actual weapons? This seems very dangerous given the show. Hmm. Honestly, she's not surprised that no one got stabbed. Dorota's opener with the flame gun was amazing. You live your best spy life, Dorota. Hmm. Forget about Serenade. Give me some Sirota. <laughs> yes, Sirota. Vanya's proposal was so adorable. Oh, my God. His comment about anti-royalists from Russia really made me think that Dorota's family are old money aristocrats who were dethroned during the revolution, which would make her outrank Blair. They can't just speed over that. Oh, yes. (laughs) I love that. She's glad Eric spent his summer flirting with cute guys in Japan. It's what he deserves. It's sad to see him lonely this entire episode, but Eric's new love interest warms her heart, as does his prioritizing his sister's happiness. His and Jenny's relationship is so precious when they are not trying to sabotage each other. Right. If only Jenny took her own advice on not needing a guy to be fulfilled. The Mm -hmm. five-hour plan shows how young she is. Good on Nate for shutting her down. Serena was a really good friend and girlfriend in this episode. Who knew that all she had to do to be likable was to be a side character? (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing. It's been at least 15 episodes since Padge has written anything. But writers not writing is really accurate. Half of getting a degree in creative writing is learning to give and get criticism effectively. If you're turning in your first draft, of course you're going to fail. First drafts are disposable. You tear them apart to make them better. Who made him the peak of literary criticism? He writes thin-veiled realities where all he does is change the name to some atrocious children's book pun. You aren't a literary gift from God, sir. Stop burying your insecurities in your girlfriend. His ego is so fragile. There's a difference between writing what you know and having no imagination. Sorry, rant over. Angelina has met way too many pages in her day. Now on to the weakest explained scandal of the episode and maybe the show. 
Is Jack wearing Chuck's robe when we see him selling Chuck's things on eBay? That's taking on wanting to capture your nephew's youth to a new level. She wishes we got into more of why Jack is the way he is. Thank you. The love is a weakness mentality has to come from somewhere. Maybe it's second son syndrome and he didn't inherit anything from his parents. She honestly is surprised this show didn't make Bart Jack's father. Then his desires would be linked to a lack of acknowledgement, but it's rooted in the game. That makes it eviler in a way, but what is it with these bass men and games? They also never really established why Chuck is so attached to the Empire in a clear way. In the abstract, we understand it's his own project, but that's not enough for it to be seen as a prized possession. Maybe it would help if we saw more of the building than Chuck's suite or saw what it had established in a clear and concise way. Show the caliber of the guest he welcomes or the fact that it is seen as his legacy through newspaper clippings. It isn't like they have done attachment to a place before. We understand his attachment to the burlesque club from Victor Victrola because of its chair significance and the fact that it was an actual that it was his actual first solo venture. Why would Chuck sacrifice his girlfriend for a building? It only shows that she would do literally anything for him while getting absolutely nothing in return. It literally objectifies Blair. That's horrendous. Why would you backpedal all of this character growth without cause? Just say you don't want to keep up chairs. Will they, won't they plot and go? Who told these writers that the only way to build suspense was through a toxic relationship betrayal? Great thoughts. Great thoughts. And lastly, our email from Will changing it up this week. He did character plot lines as song titles. Ooh, Will. Chuck, Creep by Radiohead. Perfect. Jack, Consolation Prizes by Phoenix. Jenny, One Kiss by Calvin Harris and Dua Lipa. (laughs) Rufus, Advice for the Young at Heart, Tears for Fears. Vanessa and Dan, The Winner Takes It All by ABBA. (laughs) Blair, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now, The Smiths. Serena, Plans Get Complex, All-Time Quarterback. Vanya and Dorota, Married to the Game by Future. Lily, So Far Gone by Drake. Lily! (laughs) Nate, Birthday Sex by Jeremiah. Eric, Say Yes by Elliot Smith. So good. Thank you, Will. So good. Thank you to every single person who sent us everything. Uh, Questions, comments. We really enjoyed them. All right. Let's get into our fashion and headbands. I didn't have any. I had one. You did? Dorota. Dorota. Had one at the party. Okay. She kind of switched up her Mm. normal getup. I didn't have any this week. Um, I liked Nate's gray sweater. Yeah. I like Jenny's hat. I did too. Mike made a comment that she looks like Carmen Sandiego, but I was into it. Yeah, I don't think Jillian liked her hat either. <laughs> I like Serena's assassin outfit. Yeah, I loved that. Also, Serena's faux leather dress. <laughs> yes, uh, Blair's pur- purple coat with the ruffle. Yeah, and also Blair's dress at the party with black and gold. Yes, and the infamous gown. I really do like that no, on it's her. it's gorgeous cut. And just like Serena's uh, black leather dress with the beige cardigan. Yes, yep. <clears throat> that faux leather dress. Yes, looks good. Okay, quotes? Yeah. Bart always said you were so soft. Mm-hmm. Back from shopping and no packages. Who are you? And what have you done with my girlfriend? I don't need a man to be fulfilled. Who would you want me to kill? Who would want to kill you? Anti-royalist from Russia? Pink, not Mr. Nate's color. I'd rather spend the night with the Marquis de Sade. And yes, I know he's dead. You know, Blair, she's probably cheating. Tell a woman you like her clothes is not lying. It's self-preservation. Your breath smells like something dead. Ooh. Uh-oh, S. Looks like little Jay's knives are sharpened, and she's ready to use them in battle for Nate Archibald. I have cruel to be kind, S. <laughs> At least now I die with happiness. I prefer something stronger to kill the germs. That one I really laughed yeah, that at. That was really good. <clears throat> MVP and shittiest? Sure. All right. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, MVP. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one, Dorota. <laughs> Because, I mean, honestly, you go, girl. And Vanya. Yes. Vic picked Dorota as well, and Brianna picked Dorota and Vanya together. What's their ship name? Who? Devanya. Devanya or Verona? Either way, they have the best ships the on, best one. on the show. <clears throat> uh, Lisa, Tish, and Jess all picked Serena, and Will picked Eric this week. Okay, those are good choices. Yes. Yeah. Uh, shittiest, it was... 
consensus 100%. I wonder if you will have the same. Okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, Jack. Ooh, okay. So everyone picked Chuck, Lisa, Jess, Tish, Mike, Will, Rianovic. Yeah. I chose Jack because he's such, he's so pathetic. He's so pathetic. He's such a sad, pathetic man in his 30s playing this game. I I, for I couldn't that. even confirm his birthday. Right. I like I like you're so 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 pathetic and manipulative and take advantage. And I'm not saying Chuck's not shitty and Blair's not. Sh- no no no. Like to me in this episode, Jack is overall shittiest. Yeah, and like yeah. I said, like I couldn't. I can't even find on his wiki page how old he is. Even regardless of it, he's still too old to be doing this shit. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, hanging out with these 19-year-olds. He's pathetic. Stupid. All right, time for Patron of the Week. Yes. It's Patron of the it's Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Okay, so this week I chose a brand new patron. If you listen to Let's Talk OC, you already know who I'm picking this week, but her name is Angelina. And like I said, she is new to the network. We are so thankful to have her to the network. She's been sending her Gossip Girl emails, as you guys know, her long, very descriptive, amazing emails. We're so happy to have them. And we're so happy to have you join us on this network and on your Three Gossip Girls journey. So welcome. Thanks, Angelina. Okay, Michelle, next week is episode 18 yeah. of season three. Yeah. We only have about like four more episodes left, right? 19, 20, 21, 22? Yeah, four. Wow. Shit, man. <laughs> that is not very many. No. But the title for next week is The Unblairable Lightness of Being. Mm-hmm. Three gossip words. Wait, the unbearable lightness of being? Lightness, yes, of being. Okay. My three gossip words for next week are... Three gossip words. Wedding. Forgiveness. Florida. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Do we have a time jump? <laughs> no time jumps. Maybe, nope. maybe everything I was seeing was uh, dreams. Maybe. Like dream scenarios of Chuck and Blair getting married. And it's actually, they were just all dream scenarios, even though I really do think they will work things out and be together. But maybe it was like this weird dream. But why would all of your words be in, you know, a dream sequence? <laughs> I don't know. Just to throw me off. I like what where your head's at. Although though. I like the idea of a whole episode taking place in a dream. And then it's like the ultimate filler episode. And you're like, wow, that was a fucking waste. And <laughs> then we come back <laughs> and we come back in two weeks and we pick up right where we are in the future. Yeah. Okay. So Florida, I'm thinking that that's where Lily is with Cece. Mm. We don't know where Cece lives, right? Like I'm not being stupid right now. Um, I want to say, does she live back in California? I don't remember where she lives, to be honest. Okay, but that wasn't something that was been told. I don't think so. Okay, so I'm thinking Cece is in Florida and Lily is with her. Where's Canyon Ranch? Is that like a known place? I can look it up. Yes. (laughs) Oh, there's so many. There's Tucson, Lennox, Las Vegas. There's a bunch of Canyon Ranch. Okay, so forget that. Uh, yeah, Tucson, Arizona, and Lenox, Massachusetts. It's a retreat. Right. Oh, located in Woodside, California, it says. Yeah, but also Miami. Oh, so forget that. Well, maybe not for me. Maybe, maybe not. Even though now I'm thinking maybe not. Uh, or, or Blair decides to take a trip to Florida because she needs some alone time, some beach time. Wedding. This is a huge wrench in this situation. <laughs> Because I have no idea who should be getting married at this point. If they're, unless Lily and Rufus are going to discuss their wedding and what happened. <laughs> it's super <laughs> difficult. And forgiveness, I feel like, could be for all Chuck trying to get Blair to, you know, forgive him. Lily and Rufus are still on the rocks, right? Kind no, the, of. they repatch, but Lily is still holding on yeah. to secrets. So, right. But Rufus doesn't know she is. Yeah. Uh, you know, vag situation. This will come out. Forgiveness will need to be had. A wedding, man. A wedding. 
Unless it's someone in the family that they have to go to this wedding and they all end up going. Maybe it's someone on Nate's side. But I feel like because Blair is in the name, unblairable, right? Unblairable lightness of being. Right. So maybe she's going to Florida for a trip and then she ends up meeting someone at a wedding that she crashes. Oh, okay. Well, hookup, which would be so fun. It would be fun. Like, I mean, you guys, Blair let loose. But you guys just broke up. It's always that weird thing. It's like, but we were on a break. Or yeah. we just broke up. Does that mean your feelings don't hold over? Right. It's super tricky. It is. You know? Mm-hmm. Those are my predictions. I'm very Great curious to see what happens next Me week. Me too. Next week is an, a fun episode. Okay, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, it's got some good stuff. Awesome. Like I said, we're only four away from the finale. So, um, you know, we have a lot a lot to get through yeah. towards the end. Yeah. Very excited. Our friend Nicole is coming for the penultimate of this season. So in three weeks, you will be hearing Nicole's voice. Yeah. We're very excited. I'm excited. So if you have any questions and comments, make sure to get those in for her. And uh, who do you think Gossip Girl is? I'm going with Patch. You're going with Patch Street. It's funny because Tish also thought it was Patch this week because she's switching it up. Is that her reason she's switching it up? Switching it up. I'm going with Patch because he, like, we haven't seen him write and he says that, but I think this has become his, like, creative writing project. Ooh. And let me, and, and Vanessa says, write what you know. He knows this world. So you think he's going to take on the role now or he always was yeah that's a good i don't know right now i'm super Mm. passionate about him either like right i'm I'm not sure if he was doing this beforehand okay but from this moment on you're like okay right what you know you must be gossip like you're gonna be gossip girl i like that yeah 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 fun that's fun that's where i'm going with that okay yeah and tish also agrees yes thank you tish well, that is it for this week's controversial episode, the one I promised would be. We thank you all for listening this week. We had a surge of new listeners and the number is going much higher. So we want to say thank you. You guys are out there. Maybe you want to say hello, write us a review on iTunes, rate us over there, help us out tremendously. You have no idea. If you want to go over to It Takes Three Network and check out our Patreon page, we have some really fun stuff going on over there every Thursday. This week happened to be Wednesday, but every week we do a Netflix party. We all chat, talk shit about the characters, (laughs) talk about what we're drinking, what we're eating. It's so much fun. We say this every week, but really the highlight of our week is getting to uh, talk to all of our patrons. So if that tickles your fancy and you want to join us, please head over to our Patreon page. Links are always in the description. And we will see you guys next week for episode 18. I cannot believe that is the number I am saying for more to the end of the season. So see you next week. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Gossip girls.